You're listening to Fisher Lifestyle, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas on the line with Fisher U.S. President Ryan Leach. Ryan, man, your life is just like so busy right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since you and I have chatted uh, on this on this round, but yeah, it's been super busy. And you know, now the Fisher Lifestyle is kicking into play, buying a house in New Hampshire, packing up a house in Utah, <laughs> bikes planes, trains, and automobiles. So yeah, we are fully in a tornado. <laughs> now, what really caught my attention yesterday, you sent a picture, you were uh, meeting with Fisher Austria talking about the mm-hmm. 1718 product. Correct. Yeah. So as we've kind of alluded to way back, it seemed like years ago in Denver when you nice it down in January, um, you know, talking about the product cycles and evolution of skis and what we're looking at, looking out for. Obviously, we were selling in in January 16, 17, which is next winter. But uh, from the bigger uh, 30,000 foot level, the factory in Austria, and what we do from our office in New Hampshire, is we're already yes, we just are about to finish selling in 16, 17 products to the current retail uh, base in the U.S. and now. We had uh, what's called PPM meetings, uh, PPM1 product planning meetings uh, here in Parks, Utah, where we had all the uh, global designers from Fisher, Austria in Park City. Uh, a couple guys from my office were out there, product managers, prom- promotions, marketing guys, myself. And then we flew in a couple key dealers from California. We've had a couple guys from the East Coast, a couple guys from Colorado. Uh, just uh, kind of a you know, tight-knit community to us in Fisher, and want to get their impressions because obviously we all are in the mix, you know, in the company at Fisher, but it's nice to have a, a, perf, uh, a breadth of uh, perspective from our current retail data or retail base. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was really cool to sit down and we rented a house it's, that sleeps 17 people and uh, kind of the old fashioned way to stay in the house and cook food and have a team building exercise and looking at future concepts for 1718 of how, where we need, what we're missing and uh, what does that look like and, yeah, it was really, really fun to see two years out, and then the story there is even three years out. Now even a couple snippets of long-range projects for 1819. So it's for me to get into this world of not only living in today's market, 1516, without their own retail walls, but then just selling in what's going to be in the walls next year, and then put my mind into 1718, 1819. I've got four series or four winters worth of products bounce around my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, this I'm going to sound... buy a house, sell a house, and rent a house, and move a house. And yes, it's, it's got a lot of stuff bouncing around upstairs. <laughs> this might be a really stupid question, but I'm known for that. Um, <laughs> is it possible, though, to almost plan too far ahead where you get a group of people and you're kind of like, wow, that sounds great. I, you know, I'm just going to wait until 1819 because that product sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, that's that's always the catch-all be-all. You always want the new stuff, right? The new stuff comes out, it's way better than the old stuff. But the good thing there is, you know, the the, the ski cycle, the boot cycle, the good thing is, you know, technically it's a lot of it's just some minor tweaks here and there. You know, that, So we launch a product, so next year it could be brand new to the market space. Well, we know we're going to have that in the line for at least hopefully four to five seasons beyond that. So a couple updates. Um, but it, the good thing is it's not always new stuff. It's kind of a method to the madness, madness of how we plan uh, categories for the markets. Um, I think the, the, the biggest challenge that I see and so that I've always heard about and now I get to really see it and hear from 
these guys in Austria, when they come to us and they talk about products in the future is, you know, where they build products specifically for the U.S. market that is not sold in the rest of the world. And that to me is a unique thing to see what's, what resonates in the U.S. market doesn't directly correlate to Germany, Austria, Italy, France, Norway, Sweden, Asia. You know, it's like it's interesting now to hear on a global level of how truly the U.S. market is a complete different monster for products. Um, but what we want is not directly the same parts they want in Europe from the consumer. So it's really interesting. It's a, it's a balance um, with these guys because, as you know, it's like anytime you put start putting R and D into something new, there's a cost associated with that, and then you got to make the mold. There's a cost associated with that. And there's a marketing that goes into it. So all the things that before the product team hits the, the uh, retail wall, it's, it's amazing to see what really goes into making those products. One, how they look like on the wall, but how they're going to react to the, in the market and, and everything. It's a really fascinating process we're going through or have been going through. Now I get to truly be a part of it and, and voice my own opinions and, and thoughts into future products that we're going to bring into the U.S. for our consumers. It's been really a fun project so far. Now that sounds really exciting because I'm assuming yeah. that while they may not sell the same, each market does influence the other. So something that... You know, there may be some feature that you're using in Europe right now that uh, might really catch on in the U.S., so you might bring that into another model or style? No, totally. And that's, you know, this is a, it's, it's a very interesting time. As we keep saying, every time we get together and we chat, it's that uh, for a long time in the market, uh, or I should say for the past seven, eight years, nine years, ten years now, where did the trends go in the U.S.? Well, it used to be, you know, 80 millimeters on a foot was considered a fat ski. Well, then it went to 8,500 foot, then it went to 90, and all of a sudden, you know, 100, 110, 120, 130 is that's probably the high side underfoot, you know, the waist width. Now, the lack of snow is really playing into the global economics of everything, and now you're really starting to see as an industry and the reaction of the consumers that the waist widths are coming down, and where Europe never really embraced the fat wide ski that the U.S. market was going for, they say you know, more traditional and narrower, narrower underfoot. Well, now we as industry are realizing that the front side, meaning the groomers, uh, are still very, very relevant in uh, dynamics today. So the ski waist was actually coming down. So the influence from Europe still, like it still plays into it, which way it's trying to be different, of course, because you know the the, the comments say like, well, it's working, it's really working in Europe. Well, that you can't directly correlate that back to the U.S. and was working really well in the U.S. That doesn't really correlate back to the European market. So it's a very uh, interesting play. But there is things, there are things that we use from the products that are in Europe, and we bring them over here. So it's it's just a fascinating, fascinating process. So we're talking two, three, four years out. What's your immediate <laughs> goal right now? It's got to be to my immediate get, goal moved into the new house. Yeah. Yeah, my immediate goal is to one ship my car. My car is the first thing that's going to leave. Um, or should, let me take it back. My first thing to have left this house in Utah it was uh, a blow up bed because once I moved to New Hampshire on April 10th, uh, we closed on the 15th. Uh, my car will have been shipped out of here next week. So that's the second thing to leave is my car. Uh, I'll be living in a house uh, in New Hampshire by myself with no furniture. So I, at least I'll have, as my wife packed, the blow up mattress the sheets, a pillow, and a blanket. And I'll have a couple of pots of pans. So for 45 days, I'm going to be roughing it or camping in my new house back there. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So yes, that's the immediate priority. But the, really, the big uh, from the business side, it's right now to making sure the guys in, uh, that are out in the field are now hustling across their territories, trying to get every single order um, wrapped up for the season because we're counting down the days now. Every resort, whether it be already closed or in the process, we're about thirty or excuse me, about three weeks away from, as you know, the country being shut down for skiing. So we have to make sure we have all the orders in. So we can put in our final forecast to Austria on April 11th, our final order is due. So we have to physically order to Austria April 11th, everything that we're going to import to the U.S. next year. So we got a lot of stuff to do in a short amount of time. All right. Well, Ryan Leach, thanks very much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a pleasure. We'll hopefully be uh, getting you back to New Hampshire as well here as we were talking in a couple of weeks. And then we're going to start talking to some other people within the organization and really kind of getting this fish alive stuff thing going. I'm really excited. As am I. Thanks very much. Ryan <laughs> Thank Leach you. joining us here, Fisher Lifestyle, Boulder, Colorado at the Over the Top Studios at Scratch Labs. I'm George Thomas.